Welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out-of-this-world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I am so excited to have Suzanne Harmony on. So she is an international best-selling author, psychic medium, and Reiki grandmaster, among other things. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Suzanne right now. So she's passionate about empowering others to live their best life. This is clearly evident through her books, Leap of Faith, From Fear to Fulfillment, WTF, Willing to Forgive, Because I Didn't Tell, and then four collaborative books with As You Wish Publishing, including Inspirations, 101 Uplifting Stories for Daily Happiness, which I am in there with you, um, and then When Angels Speak, The Grateful Soul, and Everyday Hope. These accomplishments demonstrate Suzanne's ongoing confidence to inspire change one word and one page at a time. Her numerous global speaking engagements, newspaper and magazine articles, podcasts, French and English radio and television interviews, and online seminars have proven to be successful engines that generate interest to guide people on their journey. A loving grandmother of four a writer, speaker, psychic medium, angel and medical intuitive, and Reiki grandmaster, Suzanne enjoys free time with her friends, walks in nature, reading, volunteering within her community, and soothing soaks in her soaker tub in beautiful North Bay, Ontario, Canada. Welcome, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you for the lovely introduction, Lisa. Thank you. You have so much that we can talk about. And so how I how I like to start this, though, I want our audience to get an idea of like how my guests, how they grew up. Like, did you grow up in a spiritual household or a religious household? And did you always know that you were a psychic medium? Like, did you or was that a later gift that came to you? Well, that's a loaded question. So, yes, it was religious. Okay. Um, my mother was Protestant and then when she married my father she converted to catholicism so we grew up catholic strict catholic family okay. so me being who i am i caused a ruckus because going to church is an adventure because i at a young age could see auras mm -hmm. around people and things and the statues and the church would glow. Everything was glowing about the the way things would glow and how things could be closer to people. And I could sense what that meant, even at a very young age. And I could not sit still in church because of the energy that I picked up from some people. And um, there's a lot of hypocrisy that happens in church. And I, I, I couldn't really be quiet about that and so my father also being a police officer in their town um and a very 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 strict catholic he was an altar boy since he's 14 and he's 84 and okay. still serves the priest mass yeah he does and um so he would take me by the hand and not gently and have to walk me out of the church <laughs> to behave and he wouldn't ask why I was misbehaving, but he would tell me to stop. 
Um, and then <laughs> one day I just said, that priest is bad. And okay. he didn't like that at all. And, and then I expressed, you know, my concern. And then they just told me my imagination was too vivid. Um, so mm. another time we were traveling in our vehicle on a long trip. And so they gave us coloring books and crayons to color with. And funny, I'm, I'm old enough to say that when we were traveling, we didn't have to wear our seatbelts. And my designated area was where people would put their feet behind. I was behind my dad. And so on the floor, mm -hmm. just to be quiet, my sister could sprawl out on the whole seat in the back. And my brother was in the other cubby where the uh, the passenger's feet would be behind my mom's <laughs> seat. So I'm all curled up in the little area there. And I am coloring from a coloring book, even though it was like hot summer. We're driving to Nova Scotia. And but then my coloring book had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on it. And I could feel the energy of the very enthusiastic artist who designed this book because not only was Rudolph's nose really glowing, but the letters on the book were so vibrant, they were moving. Okay. <laughs> so I expressed that to my parents and they're like, you're just tired, go to sleep. They just wanted me to always stop talking and expressing my very vivid visions. It wasn't my imagination. Um, and oftentimes, so I grew up with the expression that um, children are meant to be seen and not heard. Okay. Well, so did, did you end up shutting it down for a while because of that influence of your parents? Absolutely. Good Catholic girl, frightened to death of my father, police officer father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So then when did you then pick that back up and um, I guess move out of the Catholic church or move out of the dogmatic aspects of it? Oh, that's another really great question. Thank you. So if you're going to shut down your gifts, you're going to suffer and suffer. I did. Mm -hmm. So my suffering was, uh, came through in migraines. Third eye was just begging to be opened and, you know, in my throat i would get bouts of laryngitis and migraines mm. and i was blessed to work in a forward-moving dental practice where the um coordinator the hygiene coordinator um offered to treat my the migraine that i had one day with reiki and i said oh sally i have no idea what that is but if you can relieve this pain in my head and i don't have to leave the office and go and hide in the dark room and not even pay attention to my children i don't think i have an appetite to feed them bring it on whatever this is sure and so we went into a private little office and she dimmed the light and turned off the computer and she just placed her hands on my head and then over my eyes and the calmness and the, ugh, the the just immediate relief it aborted the migraine it was like you know when you have the hiccups and then they stop and you're waiting you know it's going to come back well i, I kind of went through that the rest of the day and, I, and then i had more energy it was like wow this is like magic 
And I, and you know, so then I knew I would get an aura before a migraine and I would kind of go, Hey, Sally, <laughs> are you like aboard a migraine before it happens? Because I'm getting an aura. Oh, let's try. So that would happen too. And then I thought, well, I, I can't keep taking this hygiene coordinator away from her job because I've got a problem with migraines. And I, so one day she's treating me and she's, you know, Sue's on lunchtime, she did a full Reiki session. Well, I swear I levitated my whole being because I was holding on and holding in so much stuff that really didn't, I didn't, you don't have to hold on to that, as you know. Anyway, what a release, what a release. I was as soggy as the Kleenex on the floor because I just needed such a relief. And I'm so grateful. God bless your soul, beautiful Reiki master, Sally. So what happened with that session is I moved her forward as she moved me forward because I said, oh my gosh, Sally, if, could I learn this so I could treat myself? Does that work that way? She said, you could. And yes. And I said, well, then will you teach me? And she said, I can't. And I go, why, why not? And she said, cause I'm not a Reiki master. And I said, well, what do you have to do to become one? She said, I have to learn it. And I said, well, will you please? So then you could teach me. So she moved ahead and so did I. And, and so our journey began and we did so well that I moved myself right out of that beautiful dental practice and began my own Reiki practice. That's amazing. Well, and now you're a grandmaster. So what is that exactly? How is that different than just a regular master? Oh my goodness. So in, in 2001, so it took me, I didn't just jump into this. I evolved, you know, from level one in 1995, I got my level one Reiki. Yes, I'm that old. And then in 1997, I, graduated to level two. I got my level two. Thank you, Sally. In 2001, June 1st, 2001, I became a Reiki master and boom, 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 boom. So much happens. And so when you are a Reiki master and actively teaching, and I, 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 I developed a full-time practice. I just like, boom, I just needed to. And so grandmaster is when you've been teaching Reiki and um, practicing, really spreading it and creating more and more and more than a grandmaster. After 20 years, you become a Reiki grandmaster. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's like, so since 2001, so it's like 21 years now. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, probably some of our audience knows what Reiki is, but just for those who this is new information to them. Can you just very quickly explain like how it works? Oh, it's so hard to make it quick because there's so many wonderful things. <laughs> so Reiki, as you know, is passed on from Reiki master to student. Um, and it's receiving, I would say a blessing. And what I call it is, is it's universal life force energy that mm -hmm. is again, passed on Dr. Yusui, um, brought it to Hawaii Takata, who brought it to the Americas and then to Canada, Yahoo. And um, so we're direct descendants of it. And how it works is that you call upon this divine energy. I'll call it divine. It's source energy that you draw into you. And to me, I feel it comes through my crown and then through my heart with good intentions to heal and to guide. And then my solar plexus center, and with that wisdom and 
mm -hmm. um, desire to heal and to, and then it kind of flows up and out of my arms and out of my hands and into the receiver. And the receiver has to have the really good intention to heal themselves. So it's not, I'm not a healer. They're just inviting that energy to move through them. And what that energy does, it's smart energy. It brings people to balance on mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual levels. It's like, all of the spokes on the wheel become evened out. And then you can just roll on in your life with a perfectly round tire that supports you. Because you know, some days you get up and you just say, I'm not quite myself. And the beautiful thing about Reiki and how Sally answered that for me is that even at level one, and I think I think children should learn this in elementary school so that they can calm their busy heads and their emotional strife. And that, you know, if they hear their parents arguing or anything, they could just like, oh my gosh. And they can just calm themselves. And when you have, once you're attuned to the Reiki energy, you have it with you forever and you can treat yourself. It's just, I feel like it's like Care Bears shine, you know, and it's all the colors of the rainbow. It's all the chakras are the colors of the rainbow. And a wonderful thing that happened to me this past week, I was way up north and I taught two Reiki masters. And so like, and then what did the universe give us? Double rainbows, Aww. double rainbows. Like yes. just over. And it was just right at the, where the information center for this community is. It was like, oh my gosh, it's like a postcard. I took a picture, I couldn't believe it. It's like, wow. How beautiful. Well, so then when did your practice of um, the angel and medical intuitive come into play with the Reiki or was that always a part of it? Oh, angels have always been with me. Okay. Um, and how did that become enhanced? Mm, their presence. I always ask for, none of this work happens by me. I invite and I appreciate the divine presence that is all around us. And so angels have supported me through all of my life. And as chaotic as it can be, I'm never alone and I'm grateful for the angels. And what happens with the angels is that they come to me and then they move through me with with what I call toning, this sound, this vibration. Like, you know, people work with crystal bowls and everything, but then this sound moves through me. I'm not a crystal bowl. I'm who I am, but I know that that energy, I cannot hold it in, just like I couldn't keep my mouth shut in church. Yeah. When there's a session happening and people need this to move through them. So I tell them ahead of time that toning might happen and, and it'll just enhance the healing energy that's already happening and it mm -hmm. happens in psychic and angel reads and everything so i'll get messages from the angels sometimes verbally sometimes comes in tongues which is other languages besides the french and english that i know and it reaches people at a soul level just okay. like the angel messages and the toning and the yeah. toning people think that there's more than one voice like somebody else has come in to sing with me and it harmonizes and i am harmony Yes, <laughs> that's beautiful. So was that toning then always there for you or is that something newer that has come? It, it became a gift as I tell my students of Reiki as well. And I have Reiki shares. So I don't know if all Reiki masters do that, but I 
gather the students once a month when it was able to be gathered, when we had gatherings yeah. um, to, because sometimes it's the only opportunity for people to actually apply the skills that they've learned because everybody's lives are so busy. But because this is my, my lifestyle, and yeah. so I open up to receive people and the students whom I've taught and either others, they'll show me their certificate and it's like, yeah, go. And, you know, and we don't, you know, say what designation level, whatever you are, just come and, and then we receive multiple hands-on. So shorter sessions, while it's like a boom, you know, and I, I will tell people your gift will be enhanced too. You don't know what it's going to be. One yeah. gentleman, he sounds like a human MRI. He would be like, he was amazing. But you could actually feel your cells become revitalized. So amazing. So amazing. Everybody has a gift. And I encourage them to continue to use their gift of Reiki and whatever other power that. The divine wants them to bring into it they have permission to use it beautiful yeah yeah well and that's one thing that you know every one of my guests that i have on they all have different amazing yeah. gifts but the, yeah. the moral of the story is everyone does have gifts you we just have to yeah. that you do <laughs> and, and the psychic stuff that just like huh the all sentient, all sentient. And at first, I'm sure like everyone who begins to experience that knowingness, that knowingness from a complete stranger, you know, the people you just meet, they come in because it's word of mouth. Oh my gosh, nothing like, I don't need fault. I, well, I mean, it's fun having followers. <laughs> I'm not gonna discourage that. But the, the word of mouth, even what I experienced over the weekend, where mm -hmm. someone was just so blown away by their session and they go, oh my God, you gotta go see her, go see her. Da, da, da. And that's what happens, right? And they're total strangers, but we're not. We're all so connected. We and are, yeah. Whatever our souls just know. And then when you open up, when people trust, it's a matter of trust. Mm -hmm. And then we're just reaffirming, we're just confirming the knowingness that they've been denying anyway. Mm. Yeah. So when, um, when you're getting the medical intuitive information, how, mm -hmm. how do you feel it in your body? Do you just see it in their body? Like I do. I, I, I see it. I feel it. I, I, and it's odd because when I, and I tell people, I'm not ignoring you. My eyes are closed, but everything else is like wide open. I can see through people. And a lot of times their stuff comes to me before they even get to the door or be before, you know, thank, I'm not happy about the pandemic, but what the pandemic has helped me do move forward was to accept virtual mm -hmm. sessions. And yeah. so even before the people would, hi, here we are in this virtual world, I would feel, see, hear, smell, all of the senses opened up. We were connecting as we do anyway. I didn't have to hold something. I didn't have to be sitting knee to knee touching. And we're just so close anyway, across the world. We are. And Japan, my, you know, people from Japan, Africa, all over the place. It's like, hallelujah, you know, and, um, so that has really opened it up and thank goodness because so many people need that help 
like now? They do. Mm -hmm. so, um, so that was going to be one of my questions. So can people work with you remotely? And the answer is yes. And so um, what, so you do the Reiki remotely, but then also just some general psychic mediumship or does that always involve Reiki? Like, how do you work with clients? You know, that's a really good question too. And, and also I'll tell people that we're inviting their guides, my guides, all the divine positive energies to be with us. And whatever they're ready for is what they're going to get because whatever comes through me is apparently what they're ready to get. Mm -hmm. And um, it can be something from like past life. It can be something happening right now. It could be a glimpse of the future, but whatever is going on and then what I see in the moment, I cannot stop from saying and sharing. Yeah. And it's all going to heal. It's all going to make sense when, and they can take some of it, all of it or none of it. I don't need to hear the sound of my own voice. It's for them. And I won't remember. <laughs> so it's good if they can record it. Okay. Thank so, goodness so, so if you don't remember it, then is it actually coming through as a channeled information? 100%. It's not for okay. me. It's for them. Mm -hmm. It's for them. <laughs> and it's, and I, and I don't Google people before they're set. A lot of times I, I want to remember their last name. We have a set date. We've got this or that. They're going to hook up with me. <laughs> My phone number, whatever, you know. And, mm -hmm. um, and this is it. And uh, I don't need to know more. I don't need to ha have them bring a picture or anything. Okay. Um, whatever they're connecting to. And boy, they're people who want to talk to them. They're, they're ahead of us. <laughs> Well, okay. So, you know, as a medium, you know, a lot of times the mediumship is just past loved ones, but when you do your mediumship, do other beings come to them? Like their spirit guides or angels or even galactics? Oh, the galactics are so happy to connect. Um, so the the ones who are familiar who've come through for me and people that are really really so relieved because they don't feel at home on earth they know that they're and they they think they're weird they think something's wrong with them and it's like no you have a place and you know so home is for you you know atlantean uh palladians lemurians is those are the words that come and i really haven't studied that stuff you're probably really familiar with all of that but yeah. this is and the words that come and sometimes it's just star people or you know uh, the cosmos is calling and i just say what comes and it's like like the toning like the tongues like even the sight smell sounds and things that i hear and the, even the angel names and i i'm not doreen virtue i'm not gonna get a thesis in angels just the angels who come and they tell me what their name is and those people are like oh my gosh you know they connect and they know and and so i kind of like the innocence that i have in that um and i hope it doesn't come across as ignorance i just really do trust that i'm, yeah. I'm the conduit i'm open to receive and it's whatever they're supposed to get right there and then i love your buddies behind you <laughs> and it's, it's so cool because Oh my God, when people find their place, mm. it feels so good. It does. It yeah. Does. Yeah. And you know, people have told me, and so their visits to home have happened. Mm -hmm. 
And then they're so happy to be able to tell somebody. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know. And then, you know, well, and my husband came too. Is he also? And I said, well, no, he's not, that. he's not a star person. But, you know, they wanted to meet your mate, your earth mate, because look at the children you've created. You know, they're intergalactic sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so when they're coming through, because um, so some of the information that I understand is like my my group that I most resonate with are the Arcturians. But the, Arctur the Arcturian energy is very angelic. And in fact, they have been, um, they're, they're basically in the same realm as the angels. And so, so whoever, whoever is experiencing that energy, if they came from a really religious background, like your Catholic background, you would, you would understand them as angels. But someone like me who grew up in a very like metaphysical household and knowing about aliens and all that, I see them more in that alien world, but there it's the same kind of loving energy that comes across and it's the Christ Buddha consciousness energy as oh, well. I love it. Yeah. So I'm just curious, like when they're coming through to you, do they tell you who they are? Like the angels, you said, they'll give you names. Mm -hmm. They, they do. They, they tell me yes, who they are. And mm -hmm. they'll, they'll give me like a location or where, and like, I can pick it out. I can't repeat any right now. <laughs> they're like, they're so specific to the people at yeah. the time. And it's, it's really is home for them and okay. their energy, as you say, that divine energy, I'm getting goosebumps up my legs and everything as we're talking about the, that divinity that comes with it and that peacefulness and the calm. There's nothing. People don't sit back and go, Whoa, you're like, you're, you're, this is odd. No, it's like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Relief. And then, then they can, then they're more relaxed with where they, why they're visiting earth. Well, and that's one thing, you know, I just finished writing my newest book and one of the chapters I have is being a tourist on planet earth. <laughs> yes. You know, we, those, all of us, we are earth human here right now in this time and space. And so whether it feels like home or not, we're all here because we chose to be here for whatever reason, whatever experiences we're gaining. And so mm. I think to, um, to come to the realization for oneself of, okay, what, what am I getting here? What am I here to do? Like, yes. what am I here to learn? What's the wisdom? Um, share. That wisdom is sharing what you're learning and accepting. That's a total acceptance of it, right? Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And so, um, so basically, you know, we, yes. So, you, were, you mentioned past lives and, you know, I'm a past life regression therapist, but what I do understand now, um, bringing in the quantum mechanics, there is no past, there is no future. It's actually parallel lives. And so I started to change my wording on that because all timelines are existing simultaneously. And so we can tap into that. So like I, I'm here as Earth Lisa, you're here as Earth Suzanne, but we're also living you know, lifetimes right now in different realms, you know, different dimensions, different yeah. paradigms. And so, but appreciating why we're here as Earth human, just so that we can, um, I guess, operate in this world <laughs> for me is really important. But I also want to normalize these kinds of conversations 
because I think that as we are moving forward, there will be a lot more interaction with our star brothers and sisters. I mean, it's already happening a lot, but it's getting more and more. I'm curious, have you ever had any experiences directly? Very good question. And yes. And if I can share with you, just because it's right at the tip of my tongue, when my mom was was transitioning and yeah. um, and I asked her, I said, Mom, how are you going to let us know that you're around? And she leaned forward and she said, I am going to make the stars shine brighter. Ooh. And I knew she meant for all of us to shine brighter. She knows she was so special too. And so, yes, have I had an experience? Yes, our family. And it's really so interesting because I, my children know we're special <laughs> and I, I don't hide it. And um, my spouse at the time, how do you accept all of that? And mm -hmm. we were driving to our home kind of in the suburbs and we're on the highway and we pulled off we, we we knew we were being followed by what earth people would call a ufo yeah and it was hovering over our vehicle <laughs> it was hovering over our vehicle and we were quite aware of it and that we could feel the wind picking up because it was getting closer and closer and closer so we pulled off to a side road and then it it did it it, it landed in front of us and we all had an experience. We did. Okay. And it's something. Do you remember what they, what happened in that time? We know that there was a gap in our earth memory, but we, we do remember parking and mm -hmm. that ship landing in front of our vehicle and we sat there mesmerized and we saw the the, the beings disembark and come towards us and then we don't remember what happened okay. but then we remember feeling so different and all back in our seats um yeah. and the gap in the time like and there were and it was 13 minutes i don't know if that's really long or not but it was like well the, the time changes you know when you're in that realm yeah. <laughs> it could and have been hours with them it could have been yeah but on on the clock because i remember seeing it and then it was like okay and we all were like wow we none of us were freaked out we were actually very excited and we didn't know if we should talk about it or not. Who would we tell? Who's going to believe us? We didn't care. And we were not harmed. We all were just very, I want to say enlightened. We were, we were just, we felt so lucky to have been chosen, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it, and it, um, it did feel like a reunion. <laughs> it felt like a reunion. Yeah. It was really very cool. So, but, and so your husband, he experienced that as well. He did, and he's not so much, he's he's not as evolved, would I say, but I yeah. think he needed to have that to fit. Sorry, I'm just gonna turn that off. Do you know what I mean? I do. 
I do. So, have you ever been curious to actually um, be regressed to gain that memory of what happened? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, can you could do that. I can, and I, I have done that. Um, and that, oh my gosh. And so, actually, I'm thinking of maybe my next book is stories a lot of that nature of regressing people to remember their. Oh wow. And is that common that people don't have a memory of the the time lapse? Okay. Yeah, the majority of people do not, and it, and it's either it from my what I understand, it's either the ego protecting the person from the memory, or the entities not wanting people to be fully conscious and aware. Mm. Because having an experience like that, you know, and remembering it can completely change your life. And yeah. not necessarily for the better or easier. I think as I'm grounded in that and I, I kept the children grounded. Um, and and I think he was just so skeptical. He just like kind of figured I probably made it happen or something like that. Our marriage didn't last. <laughs> he didn't want probably another episode to happen. I don't know. But um, he's still a good person. But um, the children... Are, are quite all right with it. And we still talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, what I would be super curious about is um, like regressing each of you individually away from each other to see what those experiences, what the memories, like how similar or, or even different the perception of that memory would be. So, so cool. Yeah. So cool. Because they, um, the first conscious experience that I had was when I was 15, when I was taken in a craft and they, they let me remember that, but I, and I understand that that's now so that it would plant a seed for the work I'm doing. Cause you, you chosen to do that. Thank you so much for that because I'm sure you're bringing a calm to a lot of people who have not been calm about it. Yeah. I mean, there's so much fear around it yeah yes exactly and so the, let's get excited and explore more <laughs> <laughs> well and as, you know we here in hawaii we do big island ufo tours my husband and i and so oh, awesome. we're meeting people all the time coming on the tours and they all have different levels of experience and belief system but really my mission is to really like open up their world to understand that there's nothing to be afraid of. If they wanted to harm us or take over, whatever, they would have already done it. For sure. So much more involved in advanced. And but no, they're like they're our family. And yeah. so they Absolutely. have yeah. reasons for coming. Different groups have different reasons for being here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the more of a higher vibration that a person individually is carrying mm -hmm. then attraction that's what you're going to be attracting into your life i i hear you and you know and it's so true because those who have had those experiences and those who's who i've been the messenger for them yeah high vibration high vibration and i always i always thank them for staying because they're they're kind of they go through periods where they they don't feel like they fit on earth and it's hard to stay sometimes, but I always thank them for staying. Yeah. You know, it's, 
That's beautiful. Oh, so now you, in our first conversation a couple of weeks ago, you had mentioned um, a connection to Lemuria and Atlantis. So do you have memories of your own lives in those places or your own connection? Oh, or is it just for your clients that that comes through? Yes. Yes. And oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. And oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, and when oh, I, I was, we visited a place where it showed Atlantis. Um, and it was all actually so, so familiar. And, mm. and it's really sad where it almost feels like we're at the precipice of change again, where humanity is going to destroy itself. Like Atlantis is going to be revisited, unfortunately. Well, there, we are at that tipping point. And I we think are. And that is one of the things that I know that our galactic family is trying to prevent. They don't want us to do that again. No. And it, we people on earth, and I think you and I, and those who have this knowledge are really working to attract the people to become aware. And so that there is more light than darkness and yeah. to allow that light to to calm the world so that it doesn't destroy itself, so that there there becomes unity rather than diversion. Yes, well, and that, exactly, love and unity. Yes, <laughs> yes. please, yes, yes. So, Let's make that happen. Oh my gosh, please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, what um, what do you remember about Lemuria, or what have you seen from? Because Lemuria from what I know, it was definitely a much light, longer time span than mm -hmm. Atlantis. So it started before Atlantis did, mm -hmm. when thousands of years, and then Atlantis formed, and they were then they were contemporary with each other. And so I had my own experiences of being in Lemuria, but that like early time, mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe final times just with my former teacher, Ramtha when he was st still alive on earth in Lemuria, but I'm curious what your experience with that is. My experience was the cohesion and the um, excitement of uh, learning and sharing and, and growing together. And, um, it, and I, the word that keeps coming is the cohesion and, mm. um, and um, the rapid growth, so to speak. And then, um, and then when the fear creeped in, then how it just, it, it was like really like a dark, there was a darkness that overcame. And it was a darkness, which all is so familiar right now. And, mm -hmm. that, and it, it just, it just destroyed, it suffocated. It felt suffocating. That's what I remember. So I what your experience was, and it just, yeah. it, it, it created that diversity. It created that, um, fear it was that incredible dark cloud of fear like we're experiencing yeah so what into secrecy rather than cohesion turned to secrecy 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 okay that's a really good point and so the information that comes through you now in your psychic mediumship about what's going on on earth right now in the mm -hmm. fear um what what kind of information or advice would you have for our viewers that maybe are feeling that fear, but something mm -hmm. 
to break out of the fear? Oh, that's a very, very good question. I, my advice would be for people to believe in themselves, to believe in the light that they have within themselves and to let go of fear and get clear, to know the trust the knowingness within themselves that they are here on purpose mm -hmm. and the purpose is kindness, the kindness and, and the goodness. And if they're good to themselves and good to each other and to not let that fear interfere, not let the fear and the voices and that and the out there interfere, just have faith and believe, believe that there is goodness and to be the goodness and allow that to grow and grow and grow. If you can do one kind thing and say one kind thing and be kind to yourself and, and choose to stay, stay a little longer. Yeah. Stay people, are out. <laughs> people are checking out. They're like, yeah. Just stay again today. And breathe through it. Breathe in the goodness. Exhale doubt. Exhale all doubt. Yeah. yeah. And then know that when you're exhaling the doubt, that there's all these wonderful positive energies. Trust in the angels around you. Trust in the divine positive energy. And it does turn it into rainbows. You know, after every storm, yeah. there's a rainbow. Yeah. And, and, and then we, you know, to not question nature and the destruction because that's that's nature but nature is also reacting to the fear so the mm -hmm. less fear we have the lighter the world will be so yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. well and i think um one of the things that we're you know we're so polarized and judging of other people and mm -hmm. their belief system and really we are all one yeah. and we're so my analogy is it's a disco ball. So, <laughs> so each little tiny window mirror piece is a different perspective, a different individual looking out of that window. And so if you and I have windows next to each other, we're going to have similar like views and perspectives, but on the opposite side, it'll be the opposite, but we're all one. We are all connected and there is no, I mean, in third dimensional, fourth dimensional reality, there's polarization. Mm -hmm. When we start to raise our vibration and we get to fifth dimension, fourth density, you know, there's no more polarization. And that's the truth. That's where love is. That's where the unity oh, is. I love that. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. And shine. Shine, yeah. shine, shine your beauty. Shine, yeah. shine your beautiful light. Mm -hmm. You know, again, if we're, if we, look at the light reflect reflecting off of the mirror pieces when it's shining down on the ground or on the wall you know again the disco ball it looks like it's individual particles but then when you trace it back that disco ball is source it is oh. <laughs> we are all one i love that I gotta get your book and your cards and your everything. <laughs> um, I just, I was telling you a little bit earlier, I just finished writing my upcoming book, Connection to the Cosmos, Remembering yes. Your Galactic Heritage and Embracing Your Oneness. 
And so it's at the editor now. It'll be out sometime in the early fall. And then I just finished creating the companion oracle cards to go with it. So much fun. Yeah. That'll be like amazing Thanksgiving gifts and Christmas gifts and gift gifts and just because gifts and yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are you working on any book projects right now? Because you, I mean, you're an author like I am. So you have your own books and you've got collaborative books and on different topics as well. So like, what's your next thing that you're working on? You see this guitar case behind me? Yeah. (laughs) That's... Um, that's my, my project. Cause, um, I had a stroke in 2012 mm-hmm. and the music went away. Well, not in my heart it did, but to play it and remember chords and oh God. So I will, um, revisit and, uh, I love that guitar. It's, it's so beautiful. It was, it was Canadian made. I got a new guitar because the other one wouldn't hold its tune. It was so old. I've had it since I was 10. Okay. <laughs> And I'm older now. <laughs> so it's um, it's a fun one for the grandchildren to play on. And, and I have a harp. Oh, you want to learn something challenging? We'll try to play the harp. So we'll start with the guitar. And we'll get to the harp. And um, so music is calling to me. Um, and, and I never say not another book because as soon as I do, then there's a download and I have to. So we'll see what the universe wants me to do. But my soul, my, my guitar is calling to me in music okay. to, re- to refresh the, yeah. that, not all is lost. <laughs> <laughs> Just a blip in the system. <laughs> so tell me how, and tell everyone like how they can work with you, how they reach you. Um, because I'm sure people are going to be watching this be like, I have to, have some of that healing that she does. You can find everything about me by um, going to, you know, www. And it's um, harmonyhelps.ca. And all of my contact information is there. So harmonyhelps.ca. And you'll find me, you'll find my books, you'll find podcasts, some meditations, my Everything is there. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on, I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Just look for my name. <laughs> so I have YouTube and um, um, I'm on Spotify with the podcast that I do. And uh, it's just a blast. And, you know, I really do. If I can put in a little punch for our, our publicists, our publishers, uh, Kira and Todd Schaefer. Yeah. Holy man, when you run into people who help you grow, and Liz Don Donahue, Sonny Don Johnson. Well, and that's how we first met, was at yes, CYC. <laughs> Back in 2018. So, yes, <laughs> So, all you wonderful earth angels, these people who just give you wings <laughs> because they help you move forward. And I just keep saying yes to authors offers and um thank you because as we grow and share more then it gives other people opportunity (laughs) there's marianne williamson uh, with her uh, allow other people to let their light shine too and so keep shining (laughs) thanks mom um 
we're making this star shine brighter. <laughs> so yes, harmonyhelps.ca. Okay, beautiful. And again, for those of you just watching, catching it late, so Suzanne does work remotely, so you can be any place in the world. Yeah. And she can do a session for you. <laughs> be fun. Let's have some fun. Yes. So for you, what has been the most beneficial thing in doing the work that you do for you? Like what's, what's been the greatest benefit that you've gotten out of it? Oh boy. Um, that I survived a dark night of the soul. Mm. That um, walking the talk. You know, I've written books, but you don't just write books um, and they come to you and we're the messengers, um, but that I live that way and that um, what I say, I do do. And that uh, when I revisited, I had to bring, find my own toolkit again. And uh, this is the revised edition behind me of Leap of Faith from Fear to Fulfillment. And um, experiencing a dark night of the soul, I brought that book out to revisit the tools that I needed. And, and, and a dark night of the soul is a really scary place to be where you, I know to meditate and how to, I couldn't even imagine. Could you imagine not being able to imagine? <laughs> it sounds like a weird thing to say. Uh, and so that in the darkest time where you think there's no light, there always is. Cause in there is that little flicker I kept that flame alive because I'm worth it. I'm worth it. And I have more to share. And I will recognize in those who come to me that someone else perhaps is in the middle of a dark night of the soul because I've been there. And when and I know when I'm experiencing something that's really no fun, like a stroke. Forty mm nine. -hmm. <laughs> so that I can recognize it um, and help people move through it. There's always the other side, like a rainbow after a storm. Yeah. You know, um, we live on to shine on, to share, yeah. and to know that stay. Stay because there's more to live for. It's a beautiful message because I think that there are people currently in the dark night of their soul and they don't feel hope. They don't see a way out. But the more that people like you that have been through it and like me can just shine our light and show, no, things can change. Things can get better. Mm -hmm. we, we can provide that hope. Yes, we can. I, I had a friend, um, you know, um, she says, your name's Harmony. It should be chaos. <laughs> and I said, it doesn't mean that I don't have chaos. I just feel with the faith that I have, um, that I'm better equipped to have it, to, to, to get through it. Yeah. So I, I, I like to vibrate with Harmony. <laughs> well, and so is that your married name or is that a name that you came up this with? The name, the name that I evolved with. And I, I speak about that and I, I talk about evolving. And I think if you're not happy where you're at and a name comes to you that you've evolved to, then claim it. There's a process, but it's worth it. Right. Claim, claim yeah. it, it, love it, be it. Well, because it carries energy, right? Everything carries energy. Yes. So, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. And Suzanne has a lot of good energy and so does Harmony. So yeah. And Suzanne is my parents chose that one. So I love and respect them, respect them for that. Um, but Harmony is yes also. And I and I got that the high the vibration that I felt when I harmonized with my mom when we were singing a song and we began to harmonize um, with you are my sunshine you are my sunshine my only sunshine and she began to harmonize and I stopped singing she said no 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 that's harmony and when she said harmony okay. yeah well so just I just thought of your dad. So you said when you were growing up, he was not accepting of all the stuff that you had going on. So is now, <laughs> does he understand you? He was, yes. You know, he was the skeptic, especially when I left the, the practice that was supporting me and my children as a single mom. And so here we are moving from, I'm, I'm leaving my husband and he's moving me into um, a stinky, three-bedroom apartment with pizza hut and burger king lights flashing into this stinky apartment and he's thinking that i'm in some kind of a cult like you know what is this reiki thing that you're doing you think you're gonna make a living on this and da, da, da. <laughs> you know and he's like and he's then they like there's boxes all around us and he says let's set that table up right now you're gonna treat me <laughs> i said sure dad okay let's just do this and so set up the table amidst the boxes my mom's like oh, and she goes she sits on a box and i said well you know dad just so you know when i do this i'm i'm not susie i'm not your daughter i am a conduit for and because he believes in god and he's the holy catholic i'm a conduit for god's love i am a messenger of god's love and that all you need to do is just lay there and just be open to receive and I'm going to close my eyes and you can do the same if you want to, but I'm just that. And so I'm just going to gently place my hands on your body. And if there's, and I'm not going to touch you anywhere that I shouldn't. Suzanne, I think you're froze. Are you there? Okay, I'm not sure if it looks frozen streaming to everyone else or not, or if it's just on my side, but let's give it a minute and see if Suzanne, um, there you are. Hi, you froze Hi. for a minute. <laughs> Must be my father saying, whoa, don't tell the story. The long story yeah. short, skeptic turned biggest fan of all because I interpreted his whole being mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And he like fell asleep. He cried at first and then he fell asleep. And then he said, you know things about me that I haven't even told your mother. How do you do that? And he, then he says, like, you're going to be fine. Do you have business cards? And he took a whole bunch of them. And he passed them out. So he sends people to me all the time. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So yeah. skeptic turned super fan. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, um, so before we go, I just want to make a couple of announcements and then I'll let you have a final word as well of something that you'd like to share. But 
So for those of you who are still thinking about coming to the Galactic Retreat that I'm holding in October, it's October 13th to the 16th here in Waikoloa, Hawaii on the Big Island. It is co-ed. So if you have, you know, it's not a deep goddess spiritual retreat. It's more of like connecting, learning how to truly connect with our brothers and sisters. So reserve your, your spot now for that. And my newest book, Connection to the Cosmos, Remembering Your Galactic Heritage and Embracing Your Oneness, coming out early fall along with the Companion Oracle deck. So keep your eyes out for the VIP waitlist for that because I'm going to have some fun prizes if you sign up for the waitlist. And then if you're visiting Hawaii um, and on the Big Island, come to Big Island UFO Tours and come use the military night vision goggles with Skip and I. So <laughs> you see stuff every time. It's like they show they show up for me. And my friend Tammy, she's she's always messaging me. She's like, of course they're gonna show up for you. You know, they want they they want you to know that they're there for you and they're supporting you. And <laughs> so oh, I love that. Well, I don't think I could outshine any of that. I'm in Canada, <laughs> which is also awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. And um things are always happening here. And you can reach me virtually. You can reach me um, as I said, harmonyhelps.ca. I have my books are on 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 there and um they're also in chapters and um barnes and noble and indigo all kinds of things and as you wish publishing go there if you want to write a book talk to todd and kira and if you want to do an online seminar see todd and kira you guys have got it all going on <laughs> and i'm so grateful for you, Lisa, thank you so much for having me and doing this wonderful interview. I love your questions. I love how deep you go um, to where we sometimes people just don't want to go. And, and hats off to you for that, because it, it does happen. It is for real. And um, thank you for bringing that and uh, the awareness to everyone. And uh, thank you for your time. Well, thank your beautiful, you. beautiful energy. I'm so glad. I met you in 2018 and we keep revisiting and the world is truly so small. Yeah, it is. And I thank you so much for being here and sharing your gifts with the world because you are a light and, <laughs> you know, just you have so much wisdom, so much beauty and love to share. So thank you. Thank you too. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Yes. Thank you everyone for watching and I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos with Dr. Lisa Thompson. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs>